Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the next show, the second episode to be precise of Saskamala show. It is my greatest pleasure and honor to be here with you guys and it is my greatest pleasure to have you guys taking this precious time of your life be here with me today. So um, let's dive straight into it. Uh, today you have it with the video and I did this for one single reason. Well, several reasons. Okay. So first of all, I start sharing now with videos. So you can also watch me on YouTube. I know many of you guys are visual learners. I'm a visual learner myself. And so I really want to give you the opportunity to not only listen, but if it really helps you to also just watch me listening. And the second thing is what inspired me to hop onto the camera today in the very way that I'm hopping on here is that I saw this post this morning and it was an apple and the apple was across of a mirror. When you looked into the mirror, the apple looked perfectly fine, complete. When you looked from behind the apple into the mirror, you saw that behind, not facing side to the mirror, the apple was bitten off. And above was written, uh, online is fake. And it really got me thinking, because one hand, this is really true, yet on the other hand, I do not think it is true. I think we can find a lot of things online that are real. Yeah. So just because something is online does not make it fake. And in the same way, just because you see something with your own eyes on online does not make it real. But I do see really this need in our modern world and in this strong social media impact that society for more realness to come across. And so that's a very simple reason why I decided to show up in a very way I'm showing up today. And that is completely no makeup, my just not done, just freshly washed hair. And I think I'm even a little bit sweaty, to be honest. For those of you who do not know, I'm living in Thailand. It's freaking hot here 24-7 all year round. And I do not run the air condition while I'm recording simply because it creates sound and I do want to minimize sound obviously for you guys. And so that's the very reason why I decided today to show up online without a single microgram of makeup on my face. I do love makeup. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a beautiful fart, uh, fart. <laughs> that's funny, a beautiful part of femininity and also of masculinity, you can use makeup very well. Like look at those rock stars using this amazing kajula around the eyes. Holy moly, right? Yet, I really love to use it to get in touch with my femininity. And what I had to learn was, and what gave me really liberation around makeup actually was that it is not necessarily a concealer. It can be really an revelation. Yeah. It's not, you don't need to use it to hide and not everyone who uses makeup uses it to hide herself. She can also use it or he to reveal themselves. Nevertheless, it is used very often to hide ourselves, to alter ourselves, to give a different impression of who we are simply for the sake of hiding something, creating an illusion. And if you know me, that's totally not my vibe. Like I'm a complete heartfelt yoga practitioner. And when there's a number one thing that yoga has the aim to do, that is to reduce illusion, to de-illusionize ourselves. And so I'm giving my absolutely outmost best to always bring less illusion, more clarity and more reality to you. That being said, that's why I decided today to show up completely without makeup. Let's anyways straight dive into today's episode. Today's episode is about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disease. Yeah. So PTSD, the what, why and how. What is PTSD, post-traumatic stress disease? Why do we have that? How does this impact each and every one of you? Even if you think you're not holding trauma, even if you think you're not traumatized at all, even if you think you're not stressed, I think this is an incredibly valuable episode for you to listen to because I personally think we have way not enough stuff on the market, education out there 
educating us around PTSD, post-traumatic stress disease, how this is affecting us, how it is affecting our friends, our family, and what we can actually do to not suffer from these effects and which great benefits this brings to our personal life. As you might know, so how am I coming even to talk about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disease? As you might know, I'm an a postgraduate Ayurvedic and yogic scientist, and I did specialize in menstrual health and in post-traumatic stress disease. Yeah, And I did so because I, for myself, did suffer through my life from certain traumas that I experienced. Some traumas very subtle, very unintended by whatever has caused these traumas, yet them still being very present in my life and being very present um, how they impact me and how they influence me like these trauma certain traumas that I experienced clearly shaped the course of my life until I healed them to be able to decide the own course of my life to be actually the captain of my own ship now post-traumatic stress disease is what happens after you experience a trauma. So having a trauma, experiencing a trauma and holding the trauma within yourself is one thing. And the other thing is how, what does trauma does to us? And that is a so-called post-traumatic stress disease. So we have two ways how trauma is impacting us. One way how the trauma is impacting us, what I just described from my own life is that your traumatic experiences are shaping your reality, they're shaping your subconsciousness, they're shaping your belief system, and according to that, this is running the show in your life, yeah, versus, for example, you have a claustrophobic tra- uh, trauma, right, and your dream is it actually to move to let's say Manhattan, but your budget would only allow you for a certain amount of time to at least just stay as it is in New York in a $2,000 one-bedroom closet situation, right? Like where the closet is actually a bedroom. Now, you experience a trauma in a small space. This might impact your subconscious that tremendously that you would not even admit yourself that you want to live in New York simply because you know you would have would be exposed to have to live in a small space that would trigger that trauma you experienced in the first place yeah so this is a way how trauma impacts our thinking and this can be very subtle traumas causing that And then we have the other way how trauma is impacting us, and this is with the post-traumatic stress disease. That is the stress disease that is following and traumatic experience. So post is Latin for after, so after trauma stress disease. It is a disease manifesting as stress in your body, in your mind, after you have experienced a trauma. So one hand, you have your altered reality created through your belief system because you experience a trauma, your subconscious wants to protect you, so it's not even allowing you to dream about New York to protect you from having to live in a narrow space, yeah? In that example. And then on top of that, you have suddenly an ongoing stream of stress inside your body, inside your mind, inside your life that is caused by that trauma and is a result of that trauma. And it is ongoing to that extent that it is causing you disease. Yeah. This is very simple, is a beautiful English word of two components, this is. As soon as ease is absence, as soon as you're not in a flow of ease in your life, in a pleasant experience no more, we have disease. Yeah. So, because I have to clarify that there is healthy stress. Don't get me wrong, just because you sometimes have stress doesn't mean you have PTSD. It doesn't mean you have stress disease of any kind. A certain amount of stress is super healthy and desirable and very beneficial in our life. Let's look at doing healthy forms of sport, for example. Let's look at challenging ourselves, expanding ourselves, going beyond what we know for our boundaries, our capabilities to be possible. 
But then comes this point where this is not benefiting us no more, where it throws us out of ease. So instead of riding and flow, feeling like a freaking magic unicorn, it's just like getting the to-do list done and really enjoying enjoying the flow of action being entangled. And suddenly it's like, okay, this is a lot of stress. Like, wow, I don't... And you just trip out. And you don't even need to trip out. It can manifest as a form of overwhelm anxiety, confusion, um, restlessness in the body. Yeah, These are all forms of stress manifest in a diseaseful way when it's not pleasant and enjoyable for you no more. Yeah, And so any traumatic event can and very likely does cause that. Why it can versus very likely does cause it well you potentially your human body is capable of experiencing traumatic event without suffering from ptsd it is possible yeah this is possible under the condition that your body has an squeaky clean tip-top perfectly functioning functioning nervous system and your nervous system, because of its squeaky cleanness, is absolutely capable of switching in and out of a stress response voluntarily under your command. If you are able to have a crazy experience and then just go home and be like, okay, now it's done, it's over, it's all right, and you close the chapter and you literally move on, and, and do that from a genuine, integrated, authentic place, then you must not suffer from PTSD, from the post-traumatic stress disease. Yet, if your body does not perfectly function, and especially your nervous system does not perfectly function well, which is normal, 99% of the people on this planet have a nervous system like this due to different environmental influences that we are exposed to, and you do not have the ability to voluntarily, under your own free will, to switch from a state of stress instantly into a state of relaxation and you really relax, not in state of relaxation in the sense of, oh, there was a hectic day, let's put the feet up, Netflix on, beer in. No, that's not in state of relaxation. That's in state of suppression through more and more impact. In real state of absolute relaxation, voluntary relaxation would be, you got, you see a crazy car accident out there, you go home, horrifying pictures, okay? You go home, we're like, okay, and now I'm safe, I'm home, nothing happened to me, everything is all right, I can relax now. And you can just lie down, close your eyes, and all you see is butterflies and puppies, yeah? Then, yes, you do have that capability. But unless you do not have that ability, your nervous system is not under your 100% voluntary control, and that automatically induces you, your body having a stress response that's ongoing, that's called post-traumatic stress disease, after experiencing a traumatic event. Yeah. Now, um, that being said, let me take a sip of water here. So, this, to summarize, means 99% of us do constantly have PTSD ongoing in our system because most of us are not able to release the stress and to voluntarily de-plug from that stress that we experience from a traumatic event. And even more on top of that is that what is a trauma in, in a tiny, tiny nutshell now? A trauma in a tiny nutshell is an experience that we are not capable of completely processing in the moment, and therefore it is being stuck in the body. Yeah, we cannot close the circuit around it. It's just like, <gasps> instead of... Continuous inhalation, exhalation, that is an ongoing process, yeah? And there we ongoingly closing in circuit of experience of past, present, and future. Versus when we have an experience, it's like, <gasps> you see, there is no ongoing process. And then after a while, you're like, oh. 
but there's something stuck. And in that moment when this is happening, the event, the experience is like, <gasps> carry it into your body and just stays there. Because we are not processing it with a smooth physical response. And so and trauma is an unprocessed experience that interrupted our natural process of the body, our natural way of the body of closing its circuit, and then gets that experience stuck in your body. And then it's just there. Unless we somatically, that means from the body, heal and release it, actually. And this is also why we have post-traumatic stress disease, because you have that experience now in your body, but your body constantly, your nervous system is alert and running and scanning through the body. Now you have there and trauma happening in your body. Inside, wherever it is stored in your body, this experience is still going on. Your body did not realize this is over, because if it would have been over, we would have been exhaled it smoothly and gently. And so whenever your nervous system is running through that specific spot in your body, realize this ACEs event, it is as if it's still happening to you and this is causing tremendous stress because your body wants to get away from a traumatic experience through either fight or through either flight or freezing or fawning. Yeah? So um, either fighting the situation, running away from the situation, pleasing your way out of the situation or simply playing that to escape the situation. Yeah? And your body constantly get, jumps into that response whenever it's getting in touch with the trauma physically stored in your body. Yeah? And this is what is causing this tremendous stress that follows a traumatic experience that has not been completely processed in our body. Yeah? So PTSD, to summarize, is the post-traumatic stress disease following caused by a trauma that's been stored and not released from your body and triggering your nervous system by scanning its own body to constantly go into a state of survival because as long as it's stored in the body for your body and mind construct, this event is still ongoing and your body still wants to protect you from that event bringing harm to you. Now, that being said, how does that play out in our life. That plays out in our life that when we have PTSD, that means whenever we have trauma in our body and not resolved it, we are constantly receiving triggers from inside ourselves. It's like comparable to autoimmune disease. Yeah? We're constantly receiving triggers inside ourselves for <gasps> we need to survive. We need to fucking survive. Our existence is on stake. And this is intense. Nothing else is stressing you more out as the thought of having to survive. Now, this is causing us constantly to be in a sympathetic nervous system response. The sympathetic nervous system response, it's a fight and flight response versus the rest and digest response. That's two core functions that our body has. Our body has the one category of functioning, that's the rest and digest functioning, and it has the other category of functioning that's a sympathetic nervous system way of functioning that's fight or flight survival okay ideally 80% of our time we are in rest and digest response that is the healthiest all our blood is in our torso that blood is used to regenerate all your organs to make uh, sure all vital functions um, are executed um, well versus the fight and flight response, a sympathetic response, sends all the blood into your limbs and it's all about fight and survival. There's no time to take care of basic vital functions like your body that is not interested in healing your liver or like digesting properly when you have to fight right now. And we can be grateful for that, right? Like if you, if you go hiking and you run into a bear, I'm grateful that my body is giving me all energy possible into my limbs to be able to run as fast as possible. And my body is not like, oh no, sorry girl, we cannot run on full capacity right now. We, we got to digest here. Like we got to ovulate here. Like that's not happening, girl. Like, uh, sorry, right? Energy differently used. No, I'm very grateful the body's happening in that way. But the problem is your body now thinks you are meeting a bear 
all the freaking time because of that trauma sending the signal of danger inside of your body all the freaking time. And it is causing your body against all efforts to constantly feel certain levels of stress, survival, yeah, and existential threats, which then causes us all kinds of different diseases. Like many chronic diseases have underlying simply chronic stress. And very often we know that luckily nowadays in Western medicine, many doctors finally jumping on the train of like, oh, okay, you have that chronic disease. How does your job look like? How does your private life look like? And luckily Western doctors also do by now recommend us and Eastern doctors to take it more easy to do certain lifestyle adaptations to simply reduce stress. Yet, the tremendous stress coming from stored trauma in the body is highly underrated and kind of like ignored. I, I get sometimes when I'm lucky, when I go into doctors, sometimes I have been asked, what's your diet like? What's your job like? How does your relationship look like? Yeah, How does your sleep look like? But honestly, I never ever got asked how does your trauma look like? Do you have trauma? Did you process your traumas on a physical, aka somatic way? Like, did you resolve them? No one ever asked me that. And this is a real pity because you can eat perfectly. You can have the most amazing relationship. You have a great job. You have an awesome work-life balance. As long as you hold trauma in your body, you have a constant level of stress happening in your body. And this constant level of stress in your body does cause different forms of anxiety, different chronic diseases, because there's never 100% blood in your torso, because there's always a certain percentage of stress present that always causes a certain percentage of your life function, of your body energy to be distributed in the limbs, even if you don't need that. Yeah. So there's never full capacity given for the body to use its self-healing powers. They're never completely fueled, yeah? So we have indigestion, we have heart disease, we have chronic diseases, we have all kinds of autoimmune diseases, we have the organs starting to fail. Now I'm talking long, 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 long term, okay? So just because you're in a traumatic event last year doesn't mean your kidney will fail now, like long, long term, okay? But indigestion is a very, very big one, yeah? Hormonal imbalances, huge stress is the killer for progesterone, which is so vital for hormonal health for women. Also men, a certain level of stress, they can cope better with than women, but it comes this point, it's really harmful for them. Yeah. So we have depression, we have low libido, we might not be ovulating due to that, we might develop PCOS, endometriosis, yeah, then recreation in general, body's not interested in that, as I said, hormones, you will get adrenal fatigue, yeah, which is just an overusage, and then in fatigue you that to the adrenal glands from having to cope with so much constant ongoing stress, because your body is all the time, okay, we're done, and it's again in touch with the trauma. It's like, whoa, we're still not done. Like for years, there's this stress happening, okay? We might have a weak immune system. And on top of that, we might seek external reasons for that internal stress we experience as experiencing caused by PTSD. And this can cause us a lot of troubles. Like maybe because you're always slightly stressed, you think your partner is the wrong person for you. Simply because he doesn't make you feel safe enough, because he doesn't make you feel aroused, because you feel like you can never be yourself completely relaxed around him. Well, sister, sorry, but maybe, maybe he's not the right for you, but maybe you are simply chronically stressed from inside and unable to rest and let go and surrender. And the cause is not your partner, but your PTSD. This can be one way. It can be you chasing from career to career because every work environment simply gives you overwhelm, gives you burnout. Yeah, there is by now people early 20s, late 20s already having burnout. This can be from your PTSD and simply not from the work that you're having. Imposter syndrome, procrastination, all this can be caused, caused by PTSD because constantly feel like it's not safe enough. 
to take on big amounts of responsibility, to go out to be seen, depending on your trauma, you might constantly receive the message, it is not safe enough. And this might not be caused by unbelief. Yeah. Many, many coaches out there say that like uh, working on your belief system is the number one way to go out and become successful business ladies. Well, yes, but your beliefs in the first place are very likely caused by your trauma in your being and by your body wanting to protect you around the trauma it is constantly experiencing. So maybe we do not need to work on our belief system. Maybe we actually need to work on our physical trauma system. So this can show up in not feeling safe enough to receive. It can show up in putting effort and effort out there, but never receiving what you actually think you deserve from that. It can show up as people pleasing. It can show up as numbness in the body. It can show up as in disconnection to your whole feminine or masculine body, to your sensuality, because all these things are simply not priority of survival, right? It might show up as absolute restlessness, inability to focus, foggy mind, all these things, yeah? So PTSD has quite some strong tremendous effects in your life. When you find yourself, for example, always being in need for external validation, constantly finding yourself in arguments, in, in heated discussions, etc., this can all be caused by PTSD. Sometimes it's not, I admit that, but very, very likely it actually is caused by this post-traumatic stress disease. That's simply, no matter how you design your life, it puts you under stress, yeah? If you find yourself practicing yin yoga for an hour, you go to the studio, you practice, it's divine, you're letting go, it's beautiful, some tears rolling, and as soon as the shavasana is over, you just look on your phone, you're already like, oh, fuck, she's two minutes late, I gotta run now? You know, sister, there is some real stress disease happening and going on, yeah, in your life. Now, how... Does how can we overcome that? Yeah, I'm sorry, I had to look to my notes and they're very small here. Note to myself, make the notes bigger next time. Now, the question is, how can we get out of post-traumatic stress disease, right? Well, ding ding ding. Answer is simple in quotation marks. I love it. In German, we call it Gänsefüßchen, which means like little feet of goose. Yeah. So in quotation marks, it's simple. You got to get rid of your trauma. Now, how to get rid of the trauma, right? I personally really love somatic work. And this is what got me the most in my life is somatic work. That means physical work. This is why I decided to go so freaking deep into the field and education and specialization with yoga and Ayurveda simply because it is such a tremendous powerful tool. Like literally what I got from 10 sessions of targeted breath work and body work through yogic teachings or techniques 10 sessions got me more than three years talking therapy, definitely. I still must say here simply because I also sometimes do talking therapy. I sometimes go through episodes where I really enjoy having that. Yeah, like one reliable therapist, one reliable person that I know is aligned with my values and with my ethics, and with my vocabulary, my understanding and my beliefs and have one person skilled to simply mirror me going through certain things in myself. I freaking love that I have my fixed therapist for years. She's really, really awesome. Yet, she does, because she does mostly talking therapy, it is not complete. And I do know that people do only physical therapy and it's completely enough for them. I just am a very vocal person and I do love having also the talking therapy on a side. But I'm just saying this here to really make a fair completion yeah, of the image. If I do really trauma work, trauma work, I do it on a physical way. If I just want to work through certain habits, aspects that are coming up in myself, certain like clarities I'm having, I love to work with a therapist. Now, with a uh, talking therapist, yeah. 
now coming back to the story, so how to get rid of your trauma, how to get rid of PTSD, how to heal it, yeah? And this is really by going into physical work. The most powerful and the only reliable way to really deeply, deeply heal from trauma, not understand trauma, your own traumas, heal from it, is going the physical way. You understanding your trauma might help you navigate life a little better and a little bit more clear, but it is not enough to heal you from it. You can understand your trauma and start to create different constructs and strategies around it and start to feel like you're living without your trauma because you created yourself an alternative, an alternate reality, but you are still impacted by your trauma. It is still living in your body, okay? So healing it from your body. Somatic therapy is the only true therapy I personally believe in to heal from trauma, okay? Now, most likely when you go out there, you will find many, many coaches offering somatic therapy. You will find many coaches offering breathwork therapy for trauma release. And sadly, I have to say that straight out, you will find many offering weekend immersions, one-time-off mini programs, whatever, to do that and preaching greatest benefits and results. I personally do not believe that. I believe the only way to work trauma, it's the only way it works for me, it works for my clients, is by continuous, steady, uh, consistent work on the body with different techniques that work with the body. It's pure physical practice, yeah, together with building a strong foundation of stability in your life for a new, more relaxed, nurtured version of yourself to recreate itself and to do this on a long-term consistent basis, yeah. So for the long-term, it's really the only way to heal trauma reliably, safely, lifelong, isn't steady, sustainable way. I also believe things that take time, that are meant to last forever, take time to be built. Yeah? So that means you can just go and practice yoga. That's a practice I deeply believe in. It got me a lot, a lot. And I believe simply by practicing yoga consistently and pranayama, breath work, you can get very, very, very far. It might take quite a while, but you can get very far in healing yourself completely. And then you can take the shortcut, which is reducing in 10-year process onto like a one-year process, and that is finding your trauma in your body. You can do it by yourself, you can do this with me or another skilled somatic practitioner, finding the trauma in your body and then working really targeted with targeted techniques to release that from your body, to heal your body from the trauma and find safety and stability within yourself again and actually find yourself in being not surviving again because we are very different people if we are surviving or if we are striving. We are very, very different people in each one. And I so genuinely, deeply wish each and every one of you to find yourself being and not surviving. I so deeply wish this to each and every one of you to get to know who you really are in a state of being instead of surviving. Yeah. So for the short time, what I can give you here as actionable steps on the way is yeah, identify the symptoms and then realize, okay, it is actually not a situation, it's actually my nervous system. So if you always feel, let's say, in super overwhelmed, if you're standing in front of your boss, start to realize like, ooh, maybe this is actually not my boss, maybe it's not my workload, this is simply a physical response to it. It might come from inside. Yeah. And then calm down. Learn to regulate yourself. We regulate ourselves by breathing. Long, deep breathing is a beautiful way to regulate yourself. And another beautiful way that I so deeply love everybody of you listening now come onto camera and come onto screen to just watch me one of my favorite techniques to regulate in a moment where we experience sudden stress yeah and it's 
hard for us to just like breathe is, and you can do that when you get stressed at work, just go to the bathroom for a minute or sit on your desk. You intercross your thumbs. Oopsie. And then you place it onto your chest. And then you simply tap alternating. Long, deep belly breathing. This is a beautiful way to regulate. This is a beautiful way to calm down the nervous system and to return more into a parasympathetic, into a rest and digest state instead of fight or flight sympathetic response. Yeah? You can just continue this until you feel more calm. So that's one technique. This is still not healing your trauma, but it helps you at least to regulate and create safety in yourself, at least for a moment, instead of remaining in overwhelm and stress. Yeah? Another really beautiful way is to, in general, just increase resilience and increase the control of your body. Learn more tools and techniques to unlock by yourself the parasympathetic response. So anytime you experience stress, you more and more be able to tap into parasympathetic nervous system. And this might, on a long, long term, speaking 10 years plus, at one point help you release your trauma. Yeah? And these different relaxation techniques or techniques to activate the rest and digest function in your body is definitely yin yoga, yoga nidra, different pranayama techniques, all soothing breathwork pranayama techniques. Not just like... <laughs> No, 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 not like this. Just like gentle belly breathing, exhale through the mouth, or like alternate nostril breathing where we inhale left, exhale right, inhale right, exhale left. Something like this, or shitali pranayama. If you can't roll your tongue, kick it back like this. These are wonderful breathwork techniques that really help to soothe and calm the nervous system. Yoga Nidra, Yin Yoga, as mentioned, yeah. singing, tapping, if practiced consistently. If practiced consistently, they are really, really gold for you. Yeah. Little side note here, if you are super down into Yin Yoga, I am having on-demand video lessons on yin yoga and i'm even having 70 hours on-demand yin yoga teacher training um, out there simply check down below the episode you will find the link there where you can purchase either my yin yoga series for you to practice together at home or even take it next level if you want to share the gift with other people it's an ayurvedic trauma-informed yin yoga teacher training check below in the description it's all on demand. You sign up and you're ready to go. No, and you don't have to be a yoga teacher to be able to join that. Yeah, singing and tapping. Practice these things consistently. Consistently doesn't mean every day two, three hours, but at least two, three times a week at the same time. Get it reliable for yourself. Yeah, Giving your body rest and safety and introspection and then suddenly not can also be traumatizing yeah your body is a very simple being that's connected to the external world and following a certain rhythm and let's say you you know you'll be hungry at 12 and you usually eat at 12 suddenly you're not eating at 12 it's upsetting right we get hangry and by three there's still no food it's like where is it and it makes you feel unsafe right you start to feel confused and mistrusting and everything the same happens with these techniques with these practices that we do so pick yourself something achievable 20 minutes Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.30 p.m., okay, 20 minutes. This is totally doable for each and every one. Make it in the morning, 6.20 a.m. until 6.40 a.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We do these practices. Make it whenever you walk your dog. At one point, you take three minutes break and just do a breathing technique, okay? Whenever you go to bed, 10 minutes before, you plug into a yoga nidra. 
Okay. So make it something that is really doable and reliable and build up in consistency. This will really benefit your relaxation and create this trust bond with your body and your body will more and more perceive safety and through this safety more and more body your body becoming more and more resilient to at least not accumulate more traumas that cause even more PTSD yeah and through time long long time it might also help you release the traumas that you have stored in your body and I will come to another episode for you guys where we really deeply, deeply explain how trauma is getting stuck in the body and how you can target it and release it from there, okay? Then um, another way, if you experience yourself having severe PTSD or one of your friends, maybe you have a friend, she had a car accident or like a horrible breakup or whatever, and so sad, she's just always stressed, she's always on edge, she's always overwhelmed, smoking a lot, maybe uh, biting fingers, restless leg syndrome, anxiety, whatever it is. Is it yourself? Is it your friend? Is it your mother? Who knows, okay? At least you can also do these practices with them. Ask them to go to a yoga class together. Ask them to go singing together whatever it is and definitely should avoid in that time and strong sympathetic that means a strong survival activation through something like high intensity workouts not good if you have severe PTSD that's really impacting your life yeah and and any forms of high level of stress should definitely be avoided because simply at one point the coping mechanism is broken and we cannot unplug from the stress no more. We just keep putting on top and on top until the nervous system is just burned out. Yeah. And then on the long term, really find a way. I can highly suggest you, if you have PTSD, if one of your closest friends, family, if you see them, ooh, actually maybe that's what they got. They are severely stressed since the traumatic event. Think about long-term healing. Find a somatic practitioner you're resonating with. It can be me. It can be anybody else who is skilled and qualified to do that. Yeah. And consider working with them one-on-one or in group coaching program to really make your life easier and simpler. Like, remember when I just said, like, this can show up in sabotaging your relationships. PTSD can show up in, like, not receiving more money. PTSD shows up in being stuck where you are at and not developing in your career, in your life, in, in your passions, in who you actually are. It might be we... Like, no exaggeration, there's people out there, they experience one severe trauma in the teenage years, in a childhood, whatever. They are so severely stressed from that, they never get to know who they truly are until they die. Simply because they never heal the trauma, because we don't have education around that, yeah? We just don't know, but now you know. So, really, do yourself the favor, find a practitioner, and work together. It is worth it. It might be six months of your life, so freaking worth it. And it's not six months completely gone. It's like two hours per week for six months of your life for a tremendous next level of life quality through the rest of your life. Yeah. Create an environment for yourself with positive stress. Really figure out which stress do you enjoy. And after that stress, always unplug. Use one of your techniques like the yin yoga like the breathing techniques etc to always unplug after whenever you had a moment of stress and be it just you drank a cup of coffee you had an amazing workflow and was like woo now you're riding and you're lit on a fire but then it's done sit down and close it sit down like this is in the past and now we're here now we're here to eat. Now we're here to clean. Now we're here to cuddle, whatever it is. Yeah? That's in positive stress. Whenever you frame that stress into relaxation. Yeah. And <clears throat> one second. Yeah, the, the notes are really small today. Wow. Yeah, because I made an Apple Notes instead of Google Docs. So whoever wants to launch a podcast, make it in Google Docs so you can zoom in. Okay. And Definitely on the long term, keep working on your nervous system. Get more and more education around how the nervous system works, what we can do, read books, binge podcasts, learn about it and apply, apply, apply. This is the best tip I can give for you on the long term. And it is apply, apply, apply. 
It is one thing to read all the self-help books, to listen to all these podcasts such as this one, and it's another thing to practice actually things that are taught in there. Because for the long term, what's really needed to recover from PTSD is building up resilience, resilience, resilience in your nervous system. That means get your parasympathetic, your rest and digest response more and more and more strong so it's less impacted by stress yeah and you do that by applying what i just taught you so once you finish this class off now take a moment sit down and breathe just breathe now for three minutes into your belly in and exhale out into your belly do it now together inhale into the belly and relax Inhale into the belly and release through the mouth. Keep breathing naturally. Become aware of the weight of your body. Your feet sinking into the ground. Become aware of the chair below you or if you're standing, simply the ground below you. Become aware of your clothes and as you're inhaling into the belly, how they feel along your skin. Become aware of your neck and shoulders, soften them. Become aware of your jaw, release it, let it drop. Loosen your cheeks and relax your eyes and forehead. Wonderful. And slowly come back. This simple practice, you can practice easily three times a day and this already will change your life. And if you realize this already changes your life, do this for two weeks and see the effects of that. That was two minutes meditation, okay? Two minutes. Do this for two weeks. You will find already impacts, influence of that in your life. Three times, set yourself a reminder and go with it, yeah? Hold yourself accountable, consistency rules and wins. And poorly, I cannot do that for you. I can do so many things for you. I can give you so many things, but consistency, you can only give to yourself. One of the rare things. I give you all the techniques, all my knowing, but you doing it, only you can give to yourself. And so if you find already, whoa, this is an impact on your life. Now imagine what six month deep dive in releasing your trauma from your body can do for you like next level self and whenever I heard that I was scared actually and I want to quickly take that fear away from you you will not necessarily change healing our trauma does not mean all walls are breaking the towers falling down and relationships are breaking job is changing everything suddenly like healing your trauma must not be traumatizing <laughs> yeah, healing your trauma must not be tra traumatizing. Healing your trauma can be incredibly gentle, liberating, nourishing, contributing, and creating safety. Healing your trauma, that's why my work takes some time. I'm not offering these weekend immersions because I think they're actually scary. So much happens, and I cannot support you after that right so people come from weekend do their crazy work and then leave for me that's too intense that's traumatizing actually like I really believe in soothing trauma healing can be safe from the very first step till the very last facing our shadows deeply healing our psyche and mind and spirit can be deeply nourishing and safe and pleasant from the first till the last step. That's how I experience it with myself after many trial and errors. That's how I'm experiencing it with my clients. And that's really a promise from me to you. I don't want to sound cheesy, uh, 
goofy right now like old school advertisement style like this is my promise from me to you but it freaking is okay so this is not a marketing hack I'm doing here it's coming spontaneous from my being I promise you trauma healing can be safe and regulated and warm and nurturing and supportive from the very first till the very last stop if you do it safely with a practitioner you're deeply resonating with like me or other practitioners out there and you can ask them like if you go if you might not resonate with me for working together that's fair enough girl like find your tribe definitely go out there and ask them like how long does it take what if I'm getting scared in the middle. What will you do for me? How will you guide me through that? You can ask all these questions and in this way, get to know if the practitioner is the right practitioner for you. Now, that being said, again, apply, apply, apply. Practice this little meditation we just did. It's two minutes. Guide yourself through it. Guide yourself into breathing, into feeling the environment, feeling your clothes, yeah, feeling the present sensations three times a day for two weeks and see what this really does for you and your life and then imagine what six month deep dive into healing can actually do for you like you deserve to get to know yourself who you really are in being not in surviving all right that's it for today if you have any questions please drop them below if you have any feedback to give please drop it below there's a little box where you can leave your reply please leave me a review like this is how i'm striving please share this with your friends this is a new podcast it will grow from you you are the listeners you're making it happen send this to all your friends and family who might be contributing from that and all the links, how to work with me together, how to continue learning more from me, you find below. I wish you a super beautiful day. Take care and much love to you. Mwah.